Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The place that we've come to for the first episode of Liminal is creating quite a buzz in unexpected circles. Until recently, it was a sad old street, set back from the busy promenade at New Brighton, neglected and forgotten by everyone except the people who live nearby. Then along came businessman Dan Davis of Rock Point Leisure, who bought some of the buildings, did them up and started revitalising the area. OK, so that's all really positive and great, But what really caught my attention, and the reason why we've come here today to find out more, is the same reason Victoria Quarter has become a bit of an Instagram star. It's a series of spectacular murals created by some of the UK's top street artists. So today we're going to get a tour of the artworks, which can be seen on the buildings all around us, from two of the guys who commissioned them, Ian Richards and Rob Jones. And then we'll get to meet two of the street artists who, as it's quite cold out here, are waiting for us in the pub. We've sent out 5,000 Christmas cards to all of the community. As you can imagine, yeah. we're sort of yeah. we're not developers, but you know, people sort of having concerns over, you know, any kind of big changes to their to, what's, to their neighbourhood. The love it, yeah. absolutely love it. I would say I would say, 99 of all of the community are absolutely behind it. So we're not looking to you know sort of take over the regional police it or anything like that. We're just merely trying to be an enabler, um, where you know essentially, it's it's a better place for people to live, work, play, what have you. So what was it like here before you arrived? Well, I think it was pretty much on the tipping point for terminal decline. I mean, there was half a dozen buildings boarded up. Um, the pub behind us, the James Atherton, which we, t- which we took over, had steel shutters um, covering it, and it really felt like it was sucking the life out of the road. Uh, there was low-level crime, vandalism, and just a general feeling that um, you know of, of sort of it being very very downbeat. Uh, whereas now, on a weekend, it's buzzing. Um, the bars are full, the pubs are full. Uh, people are on the road. You know, they're taking the tours of the murals, and it feels like we've we've really turned a corner. So we're heading on to Windsor Street. Yeah, so Windsor Street. So um, this is probably one of our best-known pieces. This is an artwork by Benign. Ben's a major player in the um, street art world. He started working with Banksy. Uh, he set up Pow um, with Banksy, and then started screen printing. 
um, all all the screen prints for him, and he actually painted the rat in Liverpool with him. And then from there, he sort of developed his own his own style uh, and his typography style. He started painting shutters in Shoreditch, and he did about sixty in in a couple of months. And then everyone started talking about that, and then that's where he sort of led on to doing the typefaces. Yeah, the I see the sea. Um, funnily enough, was meant to be on a different wall, um, but we we painted it black and then uh, we changed the wall. So he started with it. It was meant to say, "Was I? I can see the sea," but uh, after a bit of a heavy night out, he put the middle letter in and, uh, and then worked out it, it. It sort of done it wrong. Missed so, a word yeah. out. <laughs> so, but actually, yeah. then it actually works. Yeah, it, it works it, much it works better, better, I actually. think. Striking. Obviously, you've got the neon against the black background. It's beautiful, all the yellow and yeah, orange. Yeah, red. and I mean, the most amazing thing with Ben's work is everything's hand done. You know, it's literally he'll, he'll pop up in a cherry picker, you know, with a few spray cans and a bit of cardboard, and that's pretty much all of his tools for the job. This is the newer developed neon typeface that he's working on. He's also working on R-Types, which is a typeface, a collective. So he's getting other artists to do alphabets for that. He's probably best known for his circus font. So to have something as progressive as this in New Brighton, I mean, this is probably one of the first major pieces he's done in the, in the, in the neon font as well. It really leaps out at you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it looks yeah. Like it, looks, it does look like it's lit up with the, uh, the graduated colours going out. And at night it looks the same. It looks, it still yeah, looks really little, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. So, how many buildings do you? So we've got. Where are we? One, two, three. So we've probably got yeah, about ten, ten, yeah, ten yeah, properties yeah, so far. Yeah. Um, James Atherton, Habibi, which we op- operate both of these. Oakland with the Bear, the record shop. So yeah, yeah. say so ten. And we can actually see the sea from here. You can. Yes, a bit grey. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then on the left-hand side, so we've got um, one of Dot Master's pieces. So this is Otto, part of his Rude Kid series, uh, and it's called he calls it Blandalism. So it's like the the mock wallpaper um, is all hand cut, and then the line is um, on the street. A lot of a lot of people line out other people's work with like a big red line. So we. That's what that's where that comes from. So if there's a bit of beef between two street artists, they they line each other's works out basically. Oh, I see. Bit like bit like Banksy and Robbo, when there was a big feud between them two. Every piece Banksy did, Robbo would paint over it, and then Banksy go back and paint over that. And there's a load of has history of it. Layers and layers yeah, of paint. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where it comes from. The big the big red line out because if someone spends like hours doing a, a big so you spend a day doing a big piece and then it takes like two seconds to put a line right across it it'd annoy you wouldn't it so <laughs> just a bit yeah i really like the contrast between the the very detailed painted wallpaper and then the yeah the, the, the kind of yeah that was a design cartoony for that. boy in front of it yeah that was a that was a design the wallpaper was actually designed for that wall um and he hand cut it all um and if you look closely it's it's a little it's a man with a tie if you can see it it's like two eyes a nose and then um, a little yeah. so it's like hidden things he plays on all his all his artworks got little hidden fun fun things about it 
He's one of the original stencil artists. He was featured on Exit Through the Gift Shop, which is Banksy's Banksy's film that he did. And he also worked with Banksy closely to do the Cannes Festival. And he also works closely with New Art Festival, which is uh, one of the biggest street art festivals in in the in the world now. It's based in Stavanger in Norway. He does Glastonbury every year. He curates um, the unfair ground there, and he gets other street artists. So he's he's been painting for years. He's like he's one of the oldest. So you're really artists. excited to have him here. Yeah, yeah, and he's my friend, so <laughs> it's even better. Get to see him. I used to work. I used to work closely with him in London. So it was it's nice to get him up here and show him where I'm from. So what's your background? How do you know how do you know all these artists? Um I studied in 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 London in university and then lived in Shoreditch and then from there sort of got onto the scene, saw Dot Masters painting one day, approached him and he was, was really approachable, started chatting with him and then just we had loads in common and then I started working in the studio with him. And that's how I got introduced to Ben and, and the rest of the scene. And you're local? Yeah. You? I was I used to live near New Brighton train station and now I've just moved up the road there. So. Great, where should we okay. go on to? We can quickly go around to the SNIC piece maybe. Yeah, sure, sure. I there's mean, not, still there's still not still much to around, see but. yet, but that's just because we literally finished it last night. Yeah. Um, they were up against the weather, hence the, the scaff is, is pretty much completely covering it. Yeah. So this is all hand-cut stencils, Yeah, this is a hand-cut stencil, um, and they've, they've, they've layered it, so they start with the base colour, and then they, after that, they, they work back on top of it. But the hand, if you, you can see how intricate the, the, the stencil is. Uh, see how intricate it is. So it's like, what's that, mate? Oh, it's that's just, all hand cut. That's just paper? Yeah, yeah, it's just paper. Wow. So you can see how how, so how delicate it is. So that's why it's, it's all been scaffed out, because the weather was terrible before. The, the couple of days before they came up and then luckily enough there was a little break in the weather and they they, they painted hard for the whole day and got it got it boxed off in one day pretty much so that stencil's all screwed up right by the wheelie bin so this is this is never to be created no. again then. yeah no, now it's a one unique. it's a one there yeah. Yeah. one it's a yeah. one spray stencil that's how Rob they and, um, Rob and Dan went down and um Snick have had, I think, it was, their first, was it their first one-man show? First, first solo exhibition, first yeah. Solo, yeah. It was near, it was not far from King's Cross. Um, they do, they generally do a couple of exhibitions, like one every five years, kind of. And then that was their very first. It was the, it was a big show, big turnout for it, juxtaposed, and everyone were there. I mean, Dan went down, got an invite from Nick um, to go down and 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 see it. So we went to the VIP to, show, yeah. Keen to come back up and, you know, again, again I'd heard about what was happening in New Brighton with the scene. Um, and, you know, literally a month or so later, they're, uh, you know, painting a 20-foot 20 20 wall for us. So once so, you've got one one artist in, then the word spreads. and it's pretty much how it works, yeah. yeah you get yeah. If you get reputable artists, they sort of... They're linked with everyone. Everyone knows what everyone's doing in the scene. There's a big and trust thing. Yeah, there as well, there's a bit. There? Yeah, yeah, there's a few. The, they just know. Everyone knows everyone. As it's a, it's a big scene, but it's a small scene because everyone's watching, watch, watching what's going on. And then if only takes Ben to put one post out on Instagram, and people want to come and paint here. So it's, it's yeah. makes my life a bit easier than to get artists up now. It also, <laughs> I think, yeah. from a from a 
obviously from a sort of a project side as well it get, it opens new markets for us or um, gives us a greater reach because you know for example Fanakapan that's painting in Rock Point Records at the moment who has this incredible talent of painting metallic balloons and making you know the, this, these trompe l'oeil pieces um, you know he's got I think around the 90,000 you know 90,000 mark on Instagram followers so straight away New, New Brighton's catapulted into you know the the handsets of all these other people that may not necessarily know us for regeneration but will know us for you know a new cultural draw to the town yeah I had to look at that balloon about five times before it's a, it's, it's sure amazing. It wasn't just yeah, there. absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, incredible. And you know, I think he did it in about under an hour. It was yeah, he got in the zone. He just got in the zone and started painting. That blue doesn't half stand out when you walk up, even on a grey day, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it couldn't be much greyer, really. And they're really popping out. Of the oh wall. yeah, 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 yeah. Just walking back down to um, back down to Victoria Road, um, where we've got one of our first murals, which is the Brown Bear. But adjacent to that is our latest venue to open, which is Rock Point Records, which is a tattoo shop, come barber's shop, come coffee shop mashup, <laughs> uh, which sounds very complicated, but it's um, it's 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 quite a simple proposition. And above there is um, it's an abstract piece by artist called Mr. Penfold. Uh. Yeah, he's, um, he's an abstract artist um, originally from Cambridge, uh, but based in Bristol. Um, so he mixes a lot of a lot of popping colours, so you can see the pinks and the blues really contrast together. Um, yeah, animal print. Yeah, it's sort of like animal print, um, wallpaper sort of teared, kind of mix up but he does a lot of abstract pieces um, and the week after he, he painted this he went down to Abbey Road to paint a, a similar sort of thing down there It's starting to rain shall we? Yes we head warmer? back My name's Penfold and I'm from Bristol. And I'm Doc Masters from London. So what made you want to come to New Brighton? I didn't know about it until these guys invited us up, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't know it existed. I talking to Robin, who just explained the nature of the project and what they're doing up here, and just had it fantastic. Didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. Like, I haven't spent that much time in kind of little seaside places and stuff, so didn't really know. But when I got it, it was great. Like, you know, the food's amazing, nice bars, great people, very friendly. Good. Yeah, everyone's really friendly. Everyone's really friendly. Did you know exactly what you were going to do before you got here? Mm. Yeah, I did, yeah, because they sent me a photo of the wall and I kind of mocked it up on a computer just so they knew what I was going to give them. Like, I do like attacking walls with no plan and freestyling the whole thing and it being a very off-the-cuff thing. But when the wall's that big, you kind of need to get a game plan down and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your process? Get a photo, design it on a computer, <laughs> turn it off and paint it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of let it just let it be as natural as possible, really. Because, like, you know, because I paint 
just with cans of rushes, I'm not using stencils and stuff. I can, I can just turn up and just do it, you know. I don't have to kind of prepare all my stuff like Dots does. Mm. You have to prepare stencils and that stuff. There's a lot more work involved beforehand for these guys than there is for me. How prepared were you before you came? Did you get a mock-up? I think, yeah. there, was, I think there was a rough, rough idea, wasn't there, talked about, but I don't think it was set in stone. Yeah, things well, tend to be fairly modular because like stencils are fairly rigid. Yeah. So things have to go with other things. So it's like the wallpaper is kind of scaled and I try and use, try and have stencils that I can use over and over again in different situations. But then it's, not, it's never just one massive piece of paper you put against the wall and spray. It's, lots of little things that go together to make it work. So did you know what you were doing? Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely, yeah. I mean, the wallpaper's always there, and then the uh, I do this thing called Rude Kids, which is, which seemed to hit a note here. Everybody was quite quite keen on naughty kids for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, they're all cheeky. They're all doing cheeky things, so I think it's... Uh, you know, my mum was from Liverpool, so it's like I know there's a, a certain type of cheeky, irreverent humour in Merseyside. It's, in, it's probably worth noting with the, <clears throat> the kids as well. I mean, with a lot of the street art pieces that we've done, um, the kids have actually got involved quite a lot of the time. So it's even, you know, whether they're carrying, you know, I don't know, bits of paint, you know, kit and what have you, even down to having their own little input in it. And we've had a couple of occurrences where, um, certainly in the early days, a couple of pieces um, kind of got slightly roughed up. They weren't vandalised, but um, you know there, there was a couple of residents that sort of clearly objected to it. And actually, it was the kids who were most upset about the artwork getting damaged. And it was easily remedied, but you know these kids had actually invested time and you know, an energy into the pieces. And what they've become is you've now got this sort of four-foot-high little police force of, you know, kind of, you know, all patrolling the artworks and, you know, any other little, you know, kids that come along, you know, they're, they're fiercely protective of their artwork because they see it as as their own, you know. Um, and, you know, they're the kind of... They're the caretakers of tomorrow um, for, for exactly what we're doing here in the quarter. Well, yeah. when, we, when we were painting here this summer, uh, earlier in the year, everyone's packing up for the night and there was a load of paint left by one of the cherry pickers and some 13-year-old lad started picking up boxes and, and bringing them in. It's like no one asked him to. Yeah, back it's like, home, these kids would be stealing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, that's normally the kid that robs you. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a really good community feel around here. I think the street art helps pull people together but I think there's a strong community feel around here because they've seen the change it's tangible for them yeah. you know it's they, they they actually they remember what it was like and now you know they I think it pulls everybody together because there is a change for good yeah. Does it, do you think this is an unusual project yeah very it? unusual well it does happen around the world it does. I mean, I, I started a festival in, with Martin Reed in Norway called New Art, which we were actually twinned with Liverpool for the Capital of Culture. And it's like they've done that there, but it's a very different agenda. It's a very art function 
this is more about regeneration and uh, and a new take on an area. So yeah, the Windward in in Miami is a, is a regen, regen, rejuvenation project in a industrial area, but that was done. They all have slightly different agendas. So this is quite unique in that it's all kind of led by one guy without any type of public funding. You know, that's quite important for somebody to invest so much in a community, in, a, in an area. Where are the government? Where's, where's the council? Where, where, you know, where, why isn't this guy being helped, really? Is that something that attracted you? Yeah, it, yeah, it did. It did. It, you know, and I've known Rob for quite a long time, so it was like it was quite an easy sell to get people in in such a believable project. You know, there is no downside to this. There wasn't really selling it, really. You know, you just said what it is, and it was like, yeah, great, sold itself. You know, it's such a good project. Yeah, but it's easy to get other people involved because the the crew and the team here are so good. And we and they look the after you really you know? well. They look after you really well. That's, yeah. that, that's, 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 that's rare. Helps. <laughs> that's rare, though. You know, yeah, that's not always. You know. what, what drew you to street art in the first place? Um, anything to not do a real job, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know anything else. Like, my dad's a screen printer. My mum's a calligrapher. Always done art. Um, dropped out of school when I was fourteen. So all I did was paint and draw and kind of got into you know, skateboarding, breakdancing, graffiti, the typical teenage kind of anything that's cool and from America I want to do kind of thing. Um, and then just kind of started the graffiti, went into the kind of street art thing, then that led more into the abstract world and just developed as I've got older. But um, it's all I know how to do, to be honest. <laughs> it's an unmediated space. So it doesn't have a curator, it doesn't have a there's no permission uh, it's a public space so you have to look at it and I I went to art school I, you know I did I've done lots of different I performance art all sorts of digital art interactive stuff written software all this type of stuff but it's like there's always an intermediary and actually in street art there's there's, there's there's no separation between you and the observer. It's just community, really, isn't it? You don't have to go into a gallery. You don't have to be that type of person that says, I like art. You just, basically, you have to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's on forced. your street. Well, I think yeah. it's a, uh, I think it's a... Uh, the community within the kind of history tablet, as we speak, is so, it's really nice. You know, uh, growing up in the graffiti scene where you get a fuse between writers and it's a bit of a you know everyone's he was going to say stencil artists no no I'm not going to say within graffiti but you know it's, it's, it's pretty much each for your own apart from maybe you and your little gang wow. um, but the street art scene there wasn't really that hmm. there was no like headbutting between artists it was all very community based and everyone supported each other and you know if you were just doing it that was enough to be respected by another person. It wasn't down to the, it was, wasn't say down to the work itself, it was just the, you're being active, that's good. You know, it's a positive thing that you're doing, you know? No, it's a bit fluffier than graffiti. Yeah. So, you, 
you've you finished your work, but you're back. What are you back? What's brought you back to? Don't know. Yeah, why Don't are we back? Know. Why have you got us back after again? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> the brief was so bloody vague. There wasn't a job to do. It's like, yeah, you've got to come up. You've got to come up. It's, it's like, like a little like Christmas well, get together. I really like you guys. We're coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now you have to paint this. It's like, oh, okay. I don't even know. Yeah. Do you want to come and see what, it, what it's like now? There's so many. It has stories. changed a lot. It's not just the pieces, but the areas have changed, you know? Like, even you know, they've redone outside the restaurant, the decking. For the meet good people, you want to come back anyway. It's great up here, yeah. Um, I don't think this will be the last time, so... It's an ongoing... No. ...relationship. Yeah, when I left last time, you were like, cool, you'll be back up. I was like, yeah, cool. And I was like, it would be nice to come back up, but I can't see, like, you know, unless we don't have a big wall or whatever. And it's like, a couple months later, here yeah, I am again. Pay- and you're like, you'll be back, and I'm like, I'll probably be here next month again, to be honest, when I... <laughs> episode of Liminal was presented, produced and edited by me, Laura Davis. You can find the series wherever you listen to your podcasts, but for exclusive, interactive, immersive content, download the Entail app for iOS and Android. Liminal is a Laudable production for the Liverpool Echo. You can find out more about Laudable and its other local podcasts by following us on social media, on Twitter, where we are at Laudable Pods, and Instagram by searching for Laudable underscore podcasts. If you like what you heard, Please rate and review Liminal and help other listeners discover us too. And join us next week when we'll be taking another walk along the coastline and meeting some of the people who have made their lives there.